Hello and welcome to another episode of From Africa to the World with me, Yavi Madure. It's all about African excellence, African leadership and African inspiration. On the 7th of July, 2020, the International Trade Center, a division of the World Trade Organization, launched She Trades Outlook, a digital tool that allows governments and others to track progress on gender equality in trade and progress towards achieving sustainable development goal number five to empower all women and girls. In 2019, the World Bank Group released a report that stated that Sub-Saharan Africa has the highest rate of entrepreneurship in the world, with approximately 42% of the non-agricultural labor force classified as self-employed or employers. Africa is also home to the world's future. 19 of the top 20 youngest countries in the world are African. So a focus on Africa's women and girls are of paramount importance, not just for Africa, but to the world. Simply put, without Africa, the world has no future. UK Minister for Africa, James Dudridge said at the launch of the UK funded tool, Africa has the highest concentration of female entrepreneurs in the world, but many have not yet realized their full potential. The project aims to increase the competitiveness of women-owned businesses in international trade by improving the policy environment. According to the innovative digital tools, South Africa, Mauritius, Rwanda and Samoa are among the countries that have designed leading policies that boost women's economic empowerment. In Africa, that is only three of 55 African states that assemble under the African Union. So. This is the first indication that we have much work to do on the continent as Pabwa. Yes, no. <laughs> the She Trades Outlook provides quantitative and qualitative data using 83 indicators across six policy areas. It contains more than 50 good practice examples to spur policymakers worldwide to introduce and reform policies that support women in trade. These include Bangladesh's use of digital technologies to empower entrepreneurship for rural women, Canada's gender-based analysis of trade agreements, and Lesotho's grants to support women in the creative industries. ITC's Acting Executive Director, Mam Dorothy Tembo, said, With the She Trades Outlook, ITC is contributing to making big data work for inclusive trade. The tool helps overcome a long-standing barrier to making trade policies work for women, the lack of quality data. She Trades Outlook is based on women in trade data, 80% of which has never been collected before, from more than 500 government institutions and private sector organizations. The tool is set to be rolled out globally after launching with coverage of 25 countries. The first tool of its kind to make trade possible for women by promoting a more inclusive policy ecosystem. It provides comprehensive data and analysis on trade and women's economic empowerment and shares experiences from around the world. Today, my guest is no stranger to Pabua audiences. She is a disruptor and a game changer on any given day. Founder of She Trades and Chief of Inclusive Value Chains at the International Trade Center, I present to you the dynamic and astute Vanessa Irogbogbo. We were so excited, Vanessa, to hear that the She Trades Outlook tool was launched a few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago. We are always very grateful to have 
conversations from an international trade center perspective, but especially because this is an amazing discussion about the She Trades Outlook tool that you launched recently. So tell us about the launch. First of all, before we get to the before we get to the actual tool itself, tell us about the launch. Tell us about how it's been received thus far. Um, and just give us a, a general summary in terms of what's been happening since the launch. Thank you so much, Yavi. It's so wonderful to be here again with you this morning. I absolutely love having the opportunity to speak with you and to share um, views and news with um, uh, your audience. Um, so I'm going to take a step back, as I always like to do, and just remind, um, for those who don't know, what ITC is with the International Trade Center. We're Geneva-based. We are a joint agency of the United Nations and the World Trade Organization. And um, we established an initiative called the She Trades Initiative back in 2015 um, because we recognized that without women equally participating in trade and in the economy, that uh, economies wouldn't really be able to prosper and that societies wouldn't be able to reach their full prosperity. So um, this year, you know, we, we've made a lot of progress over the last five years. And this year we launched a brand new tool called uh, She Trade Outlook. We launched it at the High Level Political Forum in New York. Um, and uh, we were very fortunate to have um, representative ministers actually from um, Trinidad and Tobago, from the United Kingdom, from Nigeria and from Bangladesh uh, participate in this session where we brought to the world a tool which we think uh, will help make trade possible for women. Because uh, so far a lot of the initiatives um, that are out there to support women entrepreneurs tend to focus um, on the capacity of the women entrepreneurs themselves. But um, this it is often not as effective and as impactful as we'd like it to be because um, one also needs to focus on the environment in which these entrepreneurs operate. So this is what this tool is seeking to do. It's seeking to uh, improve the ecosystem, the policy ecosystem in which women entrepreneurs um, operate and the reception has been really really um, astonishing um, you know we covered 25 countries in this first phase um, we've already got a schedule of 15 countries to cover by the end of this coming March um, a number of countries have already started using the data that we've collected and analyzed to start looking at specific policies. So in Africa, for example, um, Gambia, and uh, we're already working with Gambia and Nigeria on, um, on public procurement. So um, working on their public procurement policies to make them more suitable for women entrepreneurs. Um, in Sierra Leone, we already contributed to their national strategy for the AFCFTA to make it more gender responsive. So this tool is already um, 
creating some outcomes and hopefully in the longer term some impact for women entrepreneurs. That is amazing news. Um, you've obviously gotten quite far with with everything. I mean, you just launched and, and look at the amount of traction you've already got. Um, so I read I read out the, the, the two uh, credits, so to speak, you know, in terms of what it does, the functionality and all of that. But as the founder, you know, unpack it for us from your perspective in terms of what did you want to see um, at the end of the tour, what was your definition of success for you in terms of the Outlook Trade Tour? So, you know, I always like to um, set very ambitious goals that, I, that scare me and that I think will be possible to achieve and then hope to achieve something close to that. So. Um, my goal for the Outlook tool is that it should be global, it should cover every single um, country and it should be a point of reference um, for all stakeholders working on trade and gender issues to really help them to collect the right data, to, me to, to measure their progress, to track their progress and to actually make um, measurable improvements. Um, one of the things that I think is really exciting about the data that we've collected is that we've been able to collect really um, some new uh, data points that we think will be very useful in um, measuring progress on the sustainable development goals. So for countries to be able to measure progress on the sustainable development goals. When we first um, set up the SDGs, uh, if you look at the indicators, they're not actually that many indicators on, say on SDG 5, which is about gender equality, um, they're not that many indicators about women in the economy, um, because obviously, you know, it's such a big uh, agenda for sustainable development goals. But we think that we've been able to put together some very nice indicators that will give us a sense of um, a more colourful picture and sense of um, how women have fared in uh, the economy. And, you know, yeah, the outlook is really, um, it's, it, it's one of, it's really one only one aspect of, of everything that we do at She Trade, and I, I kind of wanted to um, also give listeners um, a bigger sense of, of, of the sorts of work that we do because Outlook on its own is an amazing, fantastic, innovative tool, but. For it to be successful, there are a number of other things that need to go around that. So in addition to Outlook, we're, um, we're working on the ground directly with women entrepreneurs and we're working on the ground with local institutions. We're also working with um, large companies and lead firms in um, various sectors. So if I uh, look at what we're doing in Africa, for example, um, we're present in about 15, 20 countries. Um, and we have the, the type of projects that we have range from working with horticultural, in the horticultural sector in the Gambia, with um, the women's gardens. So helping uh, 
you know, women smallholder farmers um, get their produce into um, local markets, into hotels, into um, sh into supermarkets. Um, we're working in um, Nigeria, Ghana, and Kenya on a, a, a project that's part of the, the Commonwealth, uh, funded by the government of the UK. Here, we're working with really dynamic and very advanced um, women-led businesses. So these businesses range from the IT sector, um, where you know women with um, uh, IT services and products. You know, some of them are doing software or um, business process outsourcing, IT hardware, and you know, working with them to really reach export markets. So I, I know one of our companies in Nigeria for the first time accessed the Japanese market after um, we'd worked with her for a couple of years and then taken her on a trade mission, she was able to get new business in Japan. We're working in um, horticulture as well there. One of our companies uh, in Kenya, a woman uh, who is working in avocado, um, is doing value addition. She's um, extracting avocado oil um, and selling that. And she um, has recently, I think just maybe a month or two ago, um, at the Macfruit Trade Fair, scored a $5 million deal. So, you know, these are really advanced companies that we're working in with. Um, and, and, and the list is quite long in terms of the types of companies that we're working with. You know, we've trained since 2015, we've directly trained 300,000 women across the world on trade related skills and knowledge. Um, and then with, with, with um, companies, so for example, we're working with Olam, uh, which is a, a trading company and with Comcashu, um, and with the Global Share Alliance in West Africa as well, in Guinea, in Sierra Leone, in Cote d'Ivoire, in Liberia, to um, really ta to help link them to um, more female farmers. So our goal was to, to work with, to support 10,000 female farmers. Um, but by working with a company like Olam, we're able to reach 35,000 um, female farmers and really um, help Olam make their uh, interventions and their buying practices much more gender responsive, provide good agricultural practice training, um, help these farmers with, you know, literally on the farm, uh, doing cuttings, providing inputs and, and, and helping them maximize the, the productivity. So this is kind of a bit of a picture of um, how we're working. We're working, you know, in the financial services sector. Um, we we have um, a an initiative that we call She Trades Invest, where we uh, have a matchmaking service um, with a, a pool of thirty impact investors. Since we um, we we started building the pipeline of women entrepreneurs just over 12 months ago. We've already capitalized deals worth five million dollars. Um, in Kenya, we're working with Absa Bank, which we've been working with since 2016, and to date has been able to extend 16 million dollars worth of loans to women entrepreneurs. So um, a lot of uh, different types of 
um, work goes into this. And since the crisis, the, the pandemic, we've really leveraged our digital capabilities. We have, um, you know, She Trades Outlook sits on a much bigger platform, SheTrades.com, where there's Outlook that focuses on policy. And then we have a whole suite of services uh, supporting uh, women entrepreneurs from training uh, online, especially a lot of online training, network and, networking and B2B to, um, to, 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 to work with them. They, they took advantage of uh, government policies to, to really work with the private sector and mobilize them. So they have a very mature approach to, um, you know, um, sourcing and procurement and working with the private sector, which um, I think is something that we need to further develop in Africa. So first, the first one I would say, Yavi, is um, it would be great to work together with you and other leaders um, of, of, of representing um, uh, the women in business to uh, really mobilize the private sector to act because the private sector has a lot to give that's not always harnessed around um, finance, around digital and around procurement and around skills. Um, I'll take an example of uh, what, we, what we are doing with, globally with some of the private sector companies that we work with and, you know, UPS and Maersk, for example, Maersk Shipping. You know, these are the world's leading logistics uh, companies, logistics shipping companies. And they have a, um, they have staff the most qualified, skilled, experienced, knowledgeable staff. And what we do with them is we actually get their staff to contribute to she trades by uh, providing training, by providing, um, by helping us develop technical content, by doing coaching um, of women entrepreneurs. We just launched a new coaching program with um, Twill by Maersk where, you know, we're able to reach so many more women because these companies have thousands of employees who are incredibly knowledgeable and if we could put together um, we could identify the specific skills um, that are needed in Africa I'm sure there are many um, companies in Africa some actually are already doing it Microsoft Africa for example uh, M-Pesa in Kenya um, but if we could really consolidate all these fragmented efforts and put together these are the skill gaps skills gaps that we, we see these are the companies that you know have employees or have the competencies to provide those skill, skill gaps and then you know put that together as a big package that would be one thing i think that would be very practical and very useful for the women entrepreneurs of africa and wouldn't um, cost the companies very much but would be of incredible value the second thing, and I think you're already uh, doing a fantastic job around this, is continuing the advocacy um, on the ASTFTA and, uh, you know, to continue to ensure that the issues that are going to matter for women entrepreneurs get the visibility that they deserve, to continue to put um, 
you know, gender um, matters really at the centre of this, the discussion um, of the ASCFTA. And as you know, ITC has a project um, on the ASCFTA, and we will certainly make sure that um, in the upcoming um, work that we're going to be doing, that we invite your um, perspectives and your expertise and experience to contribute to that. Thank you, Vanessa. See, so, you know, you said I ask hard questions, but look at the amazing answer. I got so much advice. <laughs> it's important, you know, it's important for you to, to, to link us, if you know what I'm saying. So to keep us in the loop and to let us know we're so far away um, from everything, yet we are the center of everything, which is it's, it's, it's exactly. a quite an interesting dynamic, you know. Um, so it's it's always important and that is why i love our chat because you keep us uh you keep you keep that thread between africa and yourselves from the trade perspective um open and alive and that means that we can then take this information take this conversation and disseminate it to those who actually need it uh, for, for many reasons you know you spoke about the internet and and africa is one of those continents that are severely affected by lack of internet. so it's one of my bugbears, and that's a story for another day, so we won't go there. But my last question to you is, um, so you've given me advice, or, or Pablo advice rather. Um, my last question to you is, as a businesswoman in Africa, and across the board, so, you know, whether you own mines and you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a billionaire um, mogul, or whether you are a informal sector, you know, sitting on the side of the road, um, um, you know, trading your wares or whatever the case is. Uh, a businesswoman is a businesswoman. You're self-employed, making products and selling it, you are a businesswoman. What would be your message to any businesswoman across Africa from what you are seeing and how we need to ensure that we keep um, we keep doing certain things, whatever those certain things are, uh, to keep to ensure some of the stuff that you were talking about, you know, the, the gender aspect, the advocacy around AFCFTA, but ensuring economic empowerment and closing that gap from a gender perspective. What is what are some of the messages or a message you would have for the for the women in business in Africa? Um, three things. Uh, the first one, I always say this, join a network, join a network, join a network, join a chamber, join a, you know, women's business associate, join a network, join Papua, join, because this is how uh, you'll be connected. The second one is um, you have to be hungry. You, you have to go that extra step to seek that knowledge. You have to go that extra step to seek that information because it's out there. It doesn't always get out to you, but you know, you keep your eyes open because there's so many opportunities. There's so much uh, to be done. So, you know, just keep on seeking that knowledge that's going to help you to shape your, your direction and your vision and where you want to take your business. And the third one is, and this is something that I noticed over uh, many years of working in this um, kind of gender women's space. 
you know, women tend to get questioned a bit more. We get, you know, there's a bit of skepticism when you give your idea and, you know, and I, this is the best advice I could give. Be bold, be fearless and listen to your gut. Don't let, like, don't let anyone, you know, make you doubt yourself. Because often, you know, we have an idea, you know, we think we're going to do it, and then people start saying, no, it's not possible, and then like, oh, maybe it's not possible. No, trust your gut, because you can do it. You know, go with confidence and with boldness and, 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 and just, you know, do it. Because we can do a lot more than we think that we can do. We are definitely stronger together. If only we realized how powerful we actually are when we come together. Let's move on, let's move on.